Welcome to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina. This episode is sponsored by the Haley Dunker Marketing Resource Shop. This is a brand new resource shop just launched by Haley Dunker Marketing, and it's created with a small entrepreneur in mind. Haley Dunker Marketing has redesigned all the tools and strategies that they use with their agency clients into easy-to-follow worksheets and templates that any small business owner can use to do their own marketing. If you have writer's block or have trouble writing content that converts, if you're creating a brand new brand, if you're rebranding, if you need your brand to just start working for you, this is the shop for you. If you only have time for one to two social media channels and you need to know which ones to choose and you don't know how to choose, or if you need someone to walk you through creating a mission statement, any of these things there are resources to walk you through them on here. So you can check them out at haleydunkermarketing.com slash resource shop. It's resource dash shop. We'll put the link in the show notes here and you can go and find them all there. There's things like a social media content planner, an email copywriting template, a client persona workbook, an Instagram bundle, the highest performer report, all kinds of things to help you go with with your marketing. You don't need to reinvent the wheel here. Haley Dunker Marketing already knows how to do all this stuff and she'll show you how. So go check it out. HaleyDunkerMarketing.com slash resource dash shop. Now onto the show. All right. We're back here today with some pitching talk. I want to talk today about three things to ask yourself to find a really good pitch angle. Um, basically three things to think about when you are trying to pitch the media on behalf of your brand or your business, just to try to make a good pitch, really. I mean, that's really one of the main things people ask about and want to talk about more is how do we make a really good pitch? And pitching is tough because everybody wants different things, right? I mean, I mean, not everybody. To a certain extent, there are certain best practices with pitching, Um, And obviously I feel confident enough to tell you three things right now to do (laughs) to make a good pitch, but you know, it's tough because you're always pitching a different individual and different writers like different things, different publications need different things when it comes to, you know, the stories they're going to do and the pitches they're going to accept. And that's what makes it hard. And that's what makes it tough and time consuming because there's no one right way, right? There's no one best way to do things. And that's why relationships matter. And that's why you really, you really learn a lot by doing and just by getting a chance to pitch these people and seeing who responds to what and who likes what and which things are going to resonate with them. Right. But I want to just think about three things that you can kind of go into it with that are most likely going to help make your pitch better to get you a good pitch angle kind of going. So I want to think about like kind of just going beyond, you know, what I'm sure we've talked about before, what I'm sure will come up on Google if you look into like how to pitch like or what makes a good pitch angle um, and try to stand out a little more because the same things are going to come up on Google for anyone who's Googling them. And 
what that means is that people end up including similar things in their pitch, including, you know, a similar way of trying, trying to pitch in a similar way. And sometimes that can get boring or just not make you stand out, you know, enough. So I want to think about three things that we try to always incorporate um, to find a good pitch angle and going a little bit, you know, above and beyond like the obvious um, going beyond whether the topic is newsworthy or unique, because it probably already is. If you're pitching it, I hope it already is if you're pitching it. So those are kind of the obvious things. Like it has, there has to be a reason to be pitching this thing to begin with. There has to be, it has to be a unique newsworthy idea, but beyond that, like what should we think about? Right. So three things for finding a good pitching goal. The number one thing is, would you want to read about this angle? Like, is this going to be a good story? So it's not just the topic. It's not just thinking about like, what is this topic? Because sure, the topic might be really great, but what is the actual story? They're not going to write us, write an article about just a general topic. Usually like there has to be a story within that. Right. And I think sometimes we can write a good pitch about a topic, about a certain topic or the thing that we're doing, but it's not necessarily pitching an interesting story and making sure that we remember that story piece of it is really, really important. And just to kind of back up for one second, almost also, you have to be thinking about like, would you open this email? Like, why should they open this email? So don't forget the subject line, which I feel like we can have a whole episode on it in itself, but make sure that that story and that reason is coming through in the subject line. Cause if they don't even open the email, none of the rest matters. So make sure that the email is going to get opened. Try to make sure you're getting some of those across right in that subject line. Do not overlook that subject line because then they're not going to see any of it. But basically you want to put yourself in the journalist's shoes, right? If they're scrolling through their inbox, you skim through the subjects, you see ones that look interesting, ones that look timely and you need to click on now. You see ones that look like junk, you ignore them. Like make sure yours doesn't look like junk, first of all. But, you know, think about, what would stand out to you that would pique your interest? Why would you open your email? And think about that when you're trying to write the subject line. And even when you're trying to decide what angle you want to pitch, you want it to be something that is they're going to find interesting. And it's kind of like, well, of course, but I know sometimes when we're pitching our own thing, you know, our own brand, our own business, sometimes it's like, well, yes, this is something everybody needs to know about. Right. And we think it's, it's something we want to put out there, but we have to make sure the story actually sounds like something that a regular person would really be interested in, would really want to open and find out more about. So just really be honest with yourself about that. Think about what you're putting in the subject line and what, and what this topic is and what the story related to this topic is. And really ask yourself if somebody's going to find this an interesting email to read, basically, and try to make sure that it will be. Also, and I mean, kind of like, and the main part of this is also make sure that the story is so clearly described that they could put together an outline of the piece of like the article that you want them to be writing without having to get back to you for more information, without having to like reply and like ask for more details or ask for more information. You want to not just as, and as I, as I've said, not just outline like what this topic is, but outline what the story is. Describe to them what the story is that you're pitching. You're not pitching a person. You're pitching an interview or you're not pitching a brand. You're pitching this thing about the brand that you want them to write the story about, right? So I think sometimes we can get into, into like just 
thinking in thinking about the pitch, just kind of like outlining all these amazing things about our brand, right? But that's not a story. The pitch needs to be about what the story is that the, this person will be writing. So just making sure that's really clear. Again, I feel like it almost sounds obvious, but you'd be surprised how often it's something you actually really do need to like think twice about and make sure you're not just pitching the topic, but pitching the story. And yeah, I mean, I, I think if if they can imagine what that piece will be, like how that comes together into an interesting article from your first pitch, then they're much more likely to use it. A lot of times people aren't going to come back to you and say, yeah, this seems like an intriguing brand, but like, what's the story here? You know, or like ask, or to just ask more details that they may need for a story. If they only understand your topic and think it's cool, but they don't know what will make it an intriguing story, they may not bother trying to figure that out. They just don't have time. They might not have the energy. They might not really care that much. But if you outline it in a way that they do fully understand how it's an intriguing story, how it can be an intriguing story, then they might be much more inclined to actually go with it. So that's the first and foremost, most important thing in terms of finding a good pitch angle. The next thing is thinking about how it relates to right now. How does it relate to today's climate? You know, whether that's news, politics, diversity, things going on in the world, holidays, did I say that already? Can you find a way to tie it in? There has to be a reason for them to write about it right now, unless it's like a major launch and that in itself is like the news is that you're launching something. But if you're kind of talking about a story, there has to be a reason that they would include it right now, because that's the way a lot of publications work. That's the way a lot of writers work. There has to be a reason. There has to be some kind of tie-in. So goes without saying that (laughs) you should also just be aware of what's going on in the climate today to make sure that you're going to avoid being tone deaf or, you know, saying the wrong thing at the wrong time, because there's a lot of that, you know, that's an easy (laughs) problem to get into. So you want to just be really aware, be really aware of what's going on. But yeah, with the main emphasis on being what's making it particularly interesting and relevant to the world right now. And to the, you know, when I say to the world, I mean, like, you know, to this audience, it doesn't need to be literally the whole world, but what's going to make this relevant to the audience of this writer right now? You know, just because as I said, that's what writers are looking for. That's what they need to kind of tell their boss (laughs) at the publication. They need to be like, and this is why we should do the story, right? So If you can point out the reason why it makes sense for them to care about it and right now and to write about it right now, there's a much higher chance that they will, because that's the kind of thing they're always thinking about. That's what they need to be, you know, making sure is that people are going to want to click on this right now. So they have to make sure people are going to want to read about it right now. And that what comes from that, the the logical next question is why will people want to read about it right now? That's because, you know, that's why you need to have a tie-in of like, that answers that question. (laughs) This is why they would want to read about it right now, because there's X, Y, and Z relevant things going on in the world that I can tie this to. Um, So that's kind of a, a basic one, but yeah, just kind of be able to explain that, be able to just put that in, you know, one sentence within your pitch of here's why this is so important right now. Um, unless it's like super obvious, you know, then you don't necessarily have to like come out and say it, but I always think be as obvious as you can in a pitch. So outline that, spell it out for them. Don't assume somebody will know or see or figure out. Like if you can say, this is especially relevant to your readers and your publication right now, because of this, 
then yeah, just say that it's going to put you higher, you know, higher up on the list than someone who's pitching something that doesn't have any relevance right now, you know, then that doesn't have a reason to tie it in. And they're getting so many pitches in a day. They're getting so many that do have a relevant tie in that if you don't, then you're just like, there's no reason that they'll necessarily use your story, use your pitch. Um, The third thing is to really think about what will get your personality and unique angle out there. You know, this topic, obviously you're talking about this topic a lot. This is your, you know, whether it's your brand or your business, you know, it like the back of your hand, right? But there's a reason why, why you're putting this out there. And you, that's what you need to get out there is like, why is it you, you specifically? Um, Because you started this business for a reason, you know, you're the one who's supposed to be like doing this thing because you can offer something people need. And if you truly believe in what you're working on, that can and should show through in your writing so that the journalist can see that and can latch onto that and see that you believe in what you're selling to them, you know, selling in quotation marks doesn't need to be a physical product, but just that you believe in what you're doing, that you have something special, you know, that you, that you need to share. That's the, your reasoning behind this that just makes you unique again. So like, why would they cover, you know, include you in a piece rather than someone else who's maybe offering the same thing, maybe started a similar business or is in the same industry or is, also considered an expert in your fields or the thing that you want to talk about. Like there are other people who are probably doing something really similar. So why you? So you want to get that through. You want to get your personality through them if you can, so that they get get a sense of who you are, get a feeling like they know you. And you also want to get out that reason as to why it should be you. What are you going to bring to this story that maybe somebody else wouldn't? And I mean, not that you have to word it that way. You don't have to like kind of, you don't have to turn it into a negative thing or like, and you don't need to also like totally over, over promise like, oh, I'm the only person in the world who could talk about this thing. Like, that's not what I mean. I know like most of us are like, well, you know, in all reality, they probably could get a quote from, you know, so-and-so who also does this thing. So I'm not like saying like, you have to be the only person in the world who can speak on the topic, but you should be able to outline the reason as to why you have an interesting perspective on it right now, or, you know, some kind of your background that makes you particularly relevant right now to this thing or whatever that may be. You know, I've worked with all of these clients recently who keep talking about, you know, keep asking me to, I don't know, keep hiring me to do this one thing. So that's why I'm like, you know, I've had a lot of experience working with five different people on the same thing in the last month. And so I would like to share like some of the things I've learned, you know, or some of the things I've seen them doing, or, you know, obviously it depends what kind of thing you're talking about, but you know, you can use things like that to kind of just back up your reason for why it should be you for why you should be the one to talk on this. So that's really huge. I feel like I can't overstate that one enough part, a big part of your angle is you, if you're pitching this as your, you know, as yourself, as your brand or your business. Um, and even if you're not, to be honest, don't underestimate the power of personality in your pitch. Even if you're working for a PR agency, even as, you know, someone who's working on behalf of clients, I think our personality is, is one of the most important things, even in our pitches, um, because people want to work with people who they like, people want to work with people. And so if you're kind of trying to put together a pitch that's 
sounds like super, I don't know, corporate-y and so uh, politically correct and like, you know, grammatically correct. And I mean, I'm not saying you should like have spelling mistakes in your pitch, but like, I think your pitch should come across as if you're talking to somebody. And again, you know, depending on your industry and the type of publications or people you're pitching, maybe you do need to be super whatever, like, you know, you might have different personalities that need to come across. You might have to be super scientific about it or very, um, I don't know, feel like you, you know, depends on who you're talking to. But I think for the most part, remember even behind, you know, the biggest tech publication or, or the most official science publication, it's still people who are writing these stories. It's still people who are going to be the ones conducting the interviews and deciding what to write about. So connecting with them as people is still really important, of course, with, you know, professionalism, but still as a person, still with some of that personality there where they actually want to reply to you, where they actually like want to talk with you and have conversation. So don't forget that part. I think again, a lot of the time we kind of like, you know, you might be writing your pitch in a word document before you you know, really get ready to send it out. And again, this is, this is kind of like a mindset thing. This is kind of like a sidebar note, but honestly, I feel like when you're putting together, when you're writing your pitch email, I actually recommend putting it into the actual like body of the email, like put it into your email client, Gmail or whatever you're using as if you're writing an email, because I just think that in itself adds adds that level of personality. You're like, oh yeah, I'm writing an email to a person. It feels a little different sometimes. I think when you like start a word document and start like drafting something like in a word document or Google docs, and we're like, even in a notebook on paper where you're like, okay, here's my pitch, right? It can kind of end up feeling more. I don't know. I just, I think it can lose a certain level of a certain amount of that personality. Cause you don't feel like you're talking to somebody. Whereas when you put it into an email, you really feel like you are imagining a person reading an email and you feel like a lot more like you're talking to a specific person, not just like writing a document. So again, that might be, that's kind of a mindset thing and it might not be something at all that makes sense to you, but that's something that I have found personally and within my agency with the people, with the girls who work with me, that when we start doing a document, like in a document, it sounds more like a document. And when we actually have put it, put it into the email, the body of the email as the draft, it can just come across feeling a lot more person personal or a lot more like interesting to be honest. So that's something to think about when you're thinking about getting your personality across. But yeah, those are the three things. And I mean, you just have to keep in mind that in a huge pool of emails, you want your story to be important and to stand out. And your time is super precious. And the writer's time is super precious too. And so we want to make sure that you're using it wisely, spending it wisely, and putting in the steps to make sure that your pitch is really going to be good and really be a standout pitching goal that will be worth your time and the writer's time. At the end of the day, that's going to end up being less time consuming than if you end up sending out a bunch of pitches and don't get people to even open them or don't get responses because it's better to spend a little bit more time creating something that will be really thoughtful and and will move the needle and will actually get you some results than to throw something together that won't stand out from the hundred other emails in the writer's inbox. So taking some time to think about these three ways to, to come up with a good pitching goal and make it better than it would be otherwise, I think is really, really worth it. So just to quickly recap, think about 
first of all, why somebody would open the email and why they would click on the article. Why is this a story people will find interesting and outlining the story, not just the topic in your pitch. And then the second one is, is relating it to today's climate, making sure it's relevant and that you've clearly spelled out that relevancy to the writer. And then the third one is to think about what will really help get your personality and your unique angle out there. And how can you add that into your pitch angle and into the pitch itself so that you get that personality out there? Um, so yeah, those are the, those are the ideas, the tips. Let me know if that makes it easier for you to come up with a good pitch. Um, let me know if you try this and send out some pitches and, um, what your results are. And let me know if you have any other questions, of course. And, um, I have some more kind of pitching, pitching focused topics coming up because that's something people have been asking about a lot. And I know it's something that's just can feel tough. So we have some more coming. I hope that you'll feel empowered to do some pitching on behalf of your brand this week. And I wish you the best of luck with it. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast. So you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes. So other people will be able to find us easily. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you heard on this show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and contact links are always in the show notes. If you have questions or ideas for a future episode, or you want to submit a guest or to see those show notes, you can do all of that online at quotablemediaco.com slash podcast. One other thing, join other listeners on Facebook and Instagram by searching female millennial entrepreneurs and joining us there. Talk to you soon and see you there.